welcome to Good Day for a Vacay. I'm Rachel Kendall, and as a through and through Enneagram 7, you can usually count on the fact that as I'm doing all the things, you know, being a wife, mom, entrepreneur, and pursuing all things freedom and health, I'm also most likely simultaneously plotting how to add as many trips as humanly possible into our schedule in the back of my mind. Welcome to my crazy world. I'm so glad you're here. Each week, we're going to cover different topics like chatting about health and wellness, all things Enneagram, growing closer to Jesus, and of course, dreaming together about that perfect vacation destination. All right, I'm so excited to be back at it with our once a month Enneagram episode as we visit the Enneagram and talk about a different topic each month. So let me start off by saying a huge thank you to my rock star friends who have helped give me info for this episode. If any of you are interested in being surveyed for next month's Enneagram episode, please stop what you're doing right now. Go shoot me a DM on Instagram. You'll find me at Rachel G. Kendall. It would be such a huge help, and the more input we have on these, I feel like the bigger picture we get, the more accurate picture we get about each number as we start seeing patterns emerge. Okay, I'm really, really excited about this one, and I think most of y'all are too because I took a poll about a month ago, and this is the topic y'all really wanted to hear about next. So today, we're going to be discussing all things fitness based on your Enneagram number. So here's my thought. Most people, no matter where they are in their health or fitness journey, probably wouldn't say, well, I'm happy being out of shape. I'm not saying most people want to be marathon runners. I definitely do not have that aspiration. But I think we all want to feel good. We want to take care of our bodies. We want to have more energy. We'd love to be healthy. And oftentimes, we're not really where we'd like to be. So my really main goal in researching this topic is to dig in and see what kind of fitness or movement motivates us based on our Enneagram number, what gets us going, where we would see most success, and to see if there are clear patterns that would start emerging that might could help you maybe as you are beginning a new fitness routine here at the beginning of the year, or maybe you want to make your current fitness routine more effective or start something new. So what I've found is that most numbers have some pretty clear patterns emerging. And I think if we dig in a little bit and see if these patterns may be true for us, it really may help us like set ourselves up for success in this area. I do think there's some important things for us to all keep in mind as we're attacking new fitness goals or fine-tuning a routine that's already working for us. So if your ultimate goal is wrapped around a number or a size or a season of the year, like AKA swimsuit season, you're ultimately gonna fail in the long run. Hear me out on that. Fitness and taking care of our bodies really shouldn't be tied to a trip, an outfit, or an occasion, because nine out of 10 times, if that's what your motivation is, You may get to a goal, but you're probably going to be right back to your old self as soon as it's over because we haven't really told our mind that this is a lifestyle change, but by setting a short-term thing like that, 
you're really more saying, this is a change until I go to this trip or until this wedding. And then your body's just automatically planning on going back to your old habits once that is over. The motivation ultimately for fitness or even healthy eating should be help. What if instead of focusing so much on the outward, we were motivated by what was going on inside? What if our motivation was just being healthier, feeling better, having more energy so we could more successfully do all the things God has called us to? There's no doubt that this is going to help you feel better if you start moving, if you start better routines. Is it wrong to want the previous things? No, absolutely not. We all want those things. Those are great rewards along the way. And those are going to be results of what's happening. But if you want to start something new for the long haul, start because you want to take care of yourself. Because you know that when you do, you feel so much better. I love hearing from moms who realize how much more energy they have to play with their kids when they start exercising or start eating healthy, real food. It makes such a difference. I love seeing firsthand the effects on my own family, with my husband, with my kids, and with myself, when our moods begin to improve and anxiety maybe lessens when we get our bodies moving and intentionally start putting good things in our mouth. I heard somewhere recently that just the effects of taking a walk outdoors daily has a potentially stronger benefit for depression or anxiety than even medication. Exercise has so many more benefits than just the way you look, but it is a great byproduct of exercising and eating right. So if you've ever gotten in a habit of treating exercise as punishment for eating the wrong way or punishment for not looking the way you'd like to in the mirror, let's work on just flipping that switch in our minds. Being able to get up and get moving is a gift. So let's really look to find ways to enjoy taking care of our bodies and not just looking at it with drudgery. Also, we're all at really different places in our fitness journey. So if you're just starting out, don't feel discouraged. Today is the perfect day to start something new. It doesn't have to be a marathon. It doesn't have to be any specific amount of time, but dig in to find what may work best for you and start today. Don't put it off. Consistent small steps are more effective in the long run than just a week of hitting it hard every day and then burning out and quitting. Don't believe the lie that small changes aren't beneficial. Okay, so let's just transition right on into the Enneagram. So if this is your first episode to join me for, I explained back in episode one that I'm not really each week going to do a whole recap or an in-depth explanation of Enneagram in these episodes I'm mostly assuming that once you're here, you already have a basic knowledge of the Enneagram and that you at least know your number. If you don't and you want to dig in deeper, I'll include the links to my favorite biblically-based Enneagram resources in the show notes, including a test if you don't know your number yet. So again, you can always find the show notes at rachelgkindle.com. So always refer back to that if you need any additional information about what we talk about each week in the episode. Okay, we're going to dig in. This month, I asked some of my friends and family to think of a type of fitness that best motivates them. I asked what type of movement was best for them, maybe what type of activity, 
maybe what time of day motivated them best, whether or not they needed accountability, a gym, a program, just a lifestyle. I kind of left it open-ended just to see what their feedback would be and what kind of patterns would start emerging. So we're gonna start with the ones and we'll just work our way all the way up to the nines. Okay, for our ones, I spoke to several ones and just as a refresher, our ones are kind of our perfectionists is how I like to refer to them. They're so helpful in this because they're usually always gonna be pretty opinionated, which is awesome because there's no guesswork on really where they're gonna land in, the, in these different topics usually. I found that the ones typically want a specific program or plan. One of my friends said she wouldn't want to just do random stuff because that just wouldn't even make sense. The ones also tend to really want accountability, but there's a real key difference here. Not in the typical way you may think of when you want accountability. The encouragement, the motivation, it didn't seem to be the driving factor with our ones typically, but rather for the competition of it. Our ones really thrived when they had some competition, okay? Kind of like how ones generally thrive in school when they have the competition of grades. Okay, one friend shared that competition motivates me the most. I wanna do more reps than you or be faster or whatever it is that we're doing. I don't need to be the best of the best, but I at least need to be the best some of the time to keep me going or I will give up. So I thought this was so insightful uh, I spoke to a few ones who shared a really similar sentiment. Basically, if it wasn't something that they could excel in, they wouldn't stick with it, and they may not even try it at the beginning. While there's always opportunity to overcome this and work towards getting better and growing in your number, I feel like if a one is really looking to get motivated to start out with fitness goals, then hear this and start with something you already know you have some kind of talent in. For instance, if you know your weakness is running, maybe don't start there if you're gonna come in last, if or feel like a failure in that endeavor. If you can't dance at all and you're super clumsy and not coordinated and can't follow an instructor, maybe don't go to a Zumba class where you're gonna feel like you look foolish in front of everybody else if you're a one. Find your strengths and go with that, even if it means walking. Like if you can power walk like nobody's business, go all in with that and excel in that area. Maybe get a friend that you can power walk faster than if you need some competition. <laughs> there are plenty of numbers that won't mind if you do better than them and they're not really in it for the competition, but they're in it there for the community and the accountability and the motivation. And so find a friend who's, who you can go and have that accountability with, but not necessarily somebody who's going to crush you in whatever activity y'all are doing. So the other thing is that sports seem to be really motivating for the one. It gives them the opportunity to perfect a skill and it gives them something to work toward and gives them competition. But do it wisely so you don't give up. For example... If you want to take up tennis, which is an amazing sport that you can play your whole life. I used to play tennis in high school and I wish I had kept it up. Now I'm really terrible and so I'd have to find a friend who would not mind being terrible with me. But don't find a friend who's a tennis champion if you're a one and you're just a beginner. 
because you likely will feel like you got creamed and you're just going to give up altogether maybe. Find someone who's maybe worse than you or also just starting out like you so you can see some wins and be encouraged to keep going. In other words, give yourself some competition, but choose it very wisely. All right, next up. We've got our twos. Our twos, as a reminder, are our helpers. They are selfless and giving and loving. One friend who's a two shared that she loves working out with one friend, but not necessarily a whole class. It isn't her goal or motivation to outdo everyone around her, but she genuinely values the camaraderie and each helping each other. She also shared that working out was a real outlet for her and it was a great time to recharge. Twos are always giving towards others, okay? So taking that time for this and to recharge may be really, really important for the two. If you're struggling with starting out, lean into your strengths as a two. And my advice would be, you already love helping and encouraging others. So find a friend who needs encouragement in this area. Maybe you also need encouragement in this area, but it's going to really motivate you to do it together so that you are helping them. Maybe find a plan that works for each of your fitness levels and be the motivation and encouragement they need and Doing that for them is likely going to be the motivation you need to, keep, to get going and to keep going with it. Even if you don't have the time to physically work out together or go walking together, maybe find a plan or an app that you both want to do, keep each other on a schedule, and keep each other accountable with it. The key thing is when you're working to keep each other accountable and you're like encouraging somebody else, it's going to keep you accountable because you've got to keep going to get them going. One friend shared that she really prefers a workout buddy, but when she's not able to have one, she loves subscribing to Beachbody online and she does it at home. She loves setting a specific time and staying consistent, even to the point of sometimes packing weights with her on a vacation so she can stick with her routine because she said if she ever gets off the routine, it usually takes her weeks to jump back in. Now, I think that might be something that may ring true for a lot of numbers. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that towards the end. I'm really not sure if the specific activity itself matters as much to the two if they're helping a friend. The two is going to be much more likely to get out of their comfort zone and participate in different activities if it's important to the friend you're trying to encourage. So for you, it may be very helpful to know your friend's number and figure out what may be best for them. So if you're trying to help a one get motivated, you know, don't, don't suggest something that they may be awful at that you're going to way outdo them in. That may be super discouraging for them. If you're trying to get your seven friend motivated, you're probably going to want to go try something really fun and maybe do that Zumba class even if it's out of your comfort zone, but you will be okay with it because you are there to help them. You may could be the beginner tennis player for that ultra competitive number one friend. You may not even mind getting beat if it means that you're there helping them accomplish their health goals and y'all are in turn both accomplishing your health goals together. So you're likely to find great fulfillment in this as a two And it may just really be the motivation you need to get going by coming alongside of somebody else who
who you really feel like needs that extra motivation. It's going to be the fuel for you to further your own health goals. All right, next up, our threes. Let's really dig in here. Our threes are our achievers, and they like to be able to set goals and crush them. They are so motivated by that. This is one reason why threes, and also there's some similarities with eights. They're just very motivated, great. You often see them in, in sales, just crushing records and goals. Um, so the same thing here in this area. If you're a three, here's where I'd start. Find a goal, put it on paper. My husband, who's a three, told me on January 1st, I told him that I had made out my goals, and he said, well, have you written them down? And I was like, well, no. He said, if they're not on paper, they don't even really exist. (laughs) Usually the only time I'm really super motivated to get something like that on paper is if I can doodle it and make it really pretty and have it out somewhere. So that kind of shows how different we are. But I did put it on paper anyway, and it does help me even if it's not my natural inclination to put everything down on paper. So get your health goals together. Put them on paper just like you would with your career goals or whatever else it may be. So Eric runs, and his goal is just as simple as having a set number of days each week that he's going to do it. And he does not really fear from that unless something has gone major wrong. He doesn't want to fail at the goal he has set. So I've even seen him go out in like the pouring down rain just because he had set a goal to run X amount of days that week. And you're very unlikely to find me running, period. But certainly not running in a storm. So we, neither of those sound fun to me at all. But we'll get to the sevens in a bit. Another three shared that she works out better in a group or a class setting. She also has a goal of how many times per week that she wants to accomplish it, and she mentioned that upbeat music was very motivating to her. I think classes are really huge for a three, if, especially if it's a class where there's goals and people can see you crushing them. So one thing that I really saw recommended for threes was like CrossFit, or some other type of workout group that had very real goals set out to accomplish. And like they're written on the board and you saw who was doing what. And that is, it's like some good healthy uh, motivation and competition. But it was very visible when you met your goals and everybody could see that you did. Orange Theory is another one that may be really fun for the three because I think you wear heart rate monitors and your results apparently are like blasted all over the screens all throughout the studio to track your success. So if you are doing well and crushing your goals, everybody's seeing you are and that's motivating to you. Um, Threes are better together generally because when you accomplish your goals or push yourself, others are there to see it and encourage you in your efforts. Encouragement and acknowledgement is so hugely motivating for the three. So if you're starting out, find somewhere you can track results and progress and set a big goal to work towards and have a community that's there and ready to encourage you as you crush each one of those goals. But don't stop once you've done it. Always be working towards new things and give yourself new goals and motivation to work toward. All right, moving right along. Our fours are up next and their answers fell right in line with what we already know about the fours. The fours are so special. 
They are creative and free-spirited, and they're not going to be super driven by big goals or super competitive usually, but they really thrive when they find an activity they love. Their free spirit lends itself to most likely enjoying exercise in some way, shape, or form outdoors. Whether it's walking, biking, hiking, swimming, surfing, mountain climbing, whatever it is, the four's best thing would be to find more ways to get outside and move in just everyday life. Listening to music or having a good friend to chat with during those times also seems especially important to the four. So what do you do if you don't have somewhere with good weather at a certain time of the year? Like for instance, just because it's cold doesn't mean you should stop moving for four months. This would likely really contribute to seasonal depression. My best advice would be to go look for every excuse you can to get outside and get moving. Like if there's a day with good weather or if the sun is shining, get outside, find something to do. But when you can't, find something creative and unique that you could do indoors. One friend mentioned that she used to enjoy taking an adult ballet class. So fours love individuality and they love kind of having something special and their own. So find something different that's active and just jump right in. Even if you don't have the means to pay or go do some kind of specialty, something like that in person, you can find so many things online to do right from your home, right in your living room or bedroom and be creative with it. And you're probably going to be more likely to stick with it and stay motivated. But in the same respect, since fours really tend to have the free spirited nature and maybe might not be as motivated by goals, I think it is still really important to set some goals and set some kind of framework to give you um, just some kind of idea of what it is you want to accomplish, how often you want to accomplish, and it's going to have a, a good framework for you to go by even if you're really looking for creative ways to get moving. One challenge that I've seen lately was I saw like a certain amount of hours just to be outside. Something like that may be a really great goal for the four to work towards or to go hiking this many times a week or go do this activity this many times a week just to give you some balance and some some sort of framework to keep you motivated to be consistent. Because if we're not intentional, then things are not going to happen. So even for those of us that are not as motivated with goals or as motivated with competition or crushing goals or crushing things, it's still really important to be intentional no matter what number you are. Because just like with anything, if we are not intentional with our spiritual life, if we're not intentional with family time, if we're not intentional in our health, those things are going to get neglected. So I guess what I'm saying is Go with your strengths as a four, be creative, be free-spirited, but find a way to do it intentionally, if that makes sense. Okay, so next up are fives, who are, of course, what I lovingly refer to as our know-it-alls. Let me preface this by saying that our fives are not always super interested in the Enneagram or answering things like this in general. 
So I want to thank you in advance for your participation. You know who you are. Our five this time left the answer pretty short and sweet, but it's so informative at the same time. So what they said is a program is best, a plan in place, something to follow. Copy what is effective. No reward is necessary. Accountability would be nice, but not going to motivate me because I really don't care what other people think. I mean, if that isn't a five answer, just in a nutshell, I don't know what is. I love it. The most meaningful part being have a plan and copy what I already know is effective. This is most definitely what a five needs who wants to set out to accomplish some health goals. Where I think a five may get bogged down if they're trying to lead a healthier lifestyle or set some new goals or start a new habit of being more active is researching the best plan that is most effective. Knowledge is power, you know, especially for the five. So they may get so tied down researching the best one that they never actually start anything. So I would encourage my fives, find something that is proven. It doesn't have to be like the absolute very best one in the whole world because something is better than nothing. So grab a plan, grab an app, something to track and work towards and get out there and do it. An app or checklist would likely be very motivating and probably more so motivating than joining a group for accountability and encouragement. So here's a helpful tidbit. Walking has, there's tons of research on walking alone to show that it helps your heart, fat loss, emotional stability, so many benefits. So if you don't know where to start, you don't know, you're trying to research a complicated plan or program or whatever, and you're not doing anything, you're never going to be wrong. Just start there. And again, something is better than nothing. All right, moving right along to our six, our loyalist. One person told me that if a friend wasn't involved, then fitness probably just wasn't going to happen at all. This is a very six answer because they love having someone to be there to do life together with. So if you know someone, if you know that's what you need, find a friend who's going to be motivating and consistent and get at it. The real downside to this is what another friend shared, that sometimes she finds it detrimental to depend on a friend, even though she really does enjoy working out together, because if the friend decided not to follow up or follow through that day, then she was probably likely to give up too and not do the exercise either. So this is really important. Like They need a person, but it needs to be somebody who's, who's motivated. So... Otherwise, you're both going to be bringing each other down. So it's really important as a six, if you're really depending on having a buddy or an accountability partner in this area to find somebody maybe who is already consistent and already has a good routine and maybe is not just starting out if you're just starting out. And if you really need them to pull you along and you need kind of the strong leader to help keep you accountable Maybe find somebody who already has a good system going and join in with them. Okay, so one six shared that the most helpful thing for her was to be sure to schedule it and follow a specific program that tells you exactly what to do. She needs and craves intentionality in her fitness routine or it's not as likely to happen. She also shared that if she missed a day or two, she's likely to throw in the towel and quit altogether. 
So again, we kind of heard this already some that if you had a routine going and then you stop, it's maybe a lot less likely for you to pick back up and keep going. For the six or really anyone who struggles with this, I have a book recommendation. I think I mentioned it maybe just last week, but it's really good and worth mentioning again. It's John Acuff's book, Finish. He is so good at addressing this need to be perfect and that the real win is starting over on whatever day it is after you've messed up and just picking right back on the day after the failure and keeping on running towards that goal. I always love listening to John's books instead of just reading them because he adds an extra tidbits and he's just really funny. So I promise you, if you need help getting motivated to set a new fitness goal or really any goal for that matter, this book's going to be a huge help in helping you succeed and actually finish and accomplish the goal and not quitting on yourself. So I'll post a link to it in the show notes, but again, it's finished by John Acuff. Really recommend getting it on Audible. It's really, really good. All right, next up are sevens, and I know you're so excited. Okay, for me, I really need a prize or just something about it to be fun. So don't get me wrong, I'm totally motivated by health, and that's my reason for making this important to me. But to be at my best and to really be like at the top of my game in the fitness area, I need it to be fun or I need a prize in some way. So when I first read John's book, Finish, I wanted to set out a huge health goal. Like I really didn't feel like I was where I was at um, in this area. I had really kind of slacked off. I had dropped the ball. I had had a time where I'd been really at the top of my fitness game, but I kind of let it slide. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to just jump on in. And I got so motivated by, by setting a big goal and by that book. And he talked a lot about like, rewarding yourself, giving yourself a prize when you accomplish something. John is also a fellow seven, so I can really relate a lot to him. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I hate running, but I'm going to run a half marathon. Like it's probably not typically the best thing to do to just skip the 5k and the 10k and all those other things and just skip straight to the half marathon. But I had been hearing people talk about how much fun the Disney princess half marathon was. And I thought this is for me. It will be my prize. I mean, I can run 13 miles if it means I can run through the castle. So I trained and man, it was like not fun. So I had to even bribe myself along the way with really frivolous things to listen to. So even still to this day, like if I'm doing a workout that's not really what I would consider a fun workout, I need to be listening or watching something that's entertaining that's maybe frivolous like if I'm doing weights in my living room I may watch a show while I'm doing it because I otherwise wouldn't watch tv in the middle of the day uh with the marathon training I had to really pull or half marathon oh my word let me please clarify that I did not nor would ever do a full marathon but With the half marathon training, I needed to have something like really frivolous. So I pulled out music. It wasn't good enough. So I ended up uh, deciding on all four books of Twilight on Audible. And that is how frivolous I am. And I'm a little embarrassed and a little bit proud to admit that that is what got me through 
the months of agonizing training as my body was quite literally falling apart. My chiropractor nicely asked me to never do such a thing again. But on the day of the half marathon, it was worth every second of it. And it was worth all that. And then I said to myself, I am never going to run again, but I'm so glad I did this. But then I set a new goal of what my new workout routine was going to be from there. So while it didn't make me an avid runner, nor make me ever want to be one, it did jumpstart me back into my fitness journey that I've pretty much consistently kept up since then. Um, For the most part, there was a little bit of a dark time during quarantine, but I picked myself back up and got and jumped back in. But all that to say, I need, I need fun. I need something motivating. Um, one of my favorite classes when I used to go to like classes at the gym was always like the kind of inappropriate dance classes in like an all lady setting. And I just mean like Zumba and it was so fun. And so I, I mean, I don't think I've ever worked out harder than when I went to consistent like Zumba classes And now my routine is a little bit different because I'm kind of fitting it in with my schedule and trying to be a big girl, be practical. So some days it's literally just doing weights in my living room and that's okay because I will either listen to something fun or watch something fun. Um, Or I really love going to hot works. It feels different than just regular workout because it feels like you're getting like supercharged workout with combinations of sauna and the workout, and then I'm usually listening to a fun podcast like Office Ladies or something just really frivolous while I'm in there. And so that is kind of my best situation with workout, but I do need to set goals to keep me grounded. So it's not that I have to be beating somebody else, and it's not that I necessarily have to have accountability. I need to set goals to keep me on a schedule So that the time doesn't get away from me. And so I am intentional. So I also had a fellow seven chime in on some very important things here. She said, okay, I'm going to read out what she said. I tend to love a variety in my workout. And I get bored if I do the same things over and over. But I'm also happy moving my body in any way I can. I now consider exercise a get-to, not a have-to, but a long time I poked and prodded and pushed my body. So God has truly transformed the way I view exercise. Also as a seven, I need routine and a plan when it comes to fitness. This can come in many forms, accountability, partner, workout, buddy, tracking my workouts, doing programs, etc. I've been loving Madeline Moves Weekly Moves app the last year or so, and will try to participate in as many challenges that she offers or that Revolution Wellness hosts. So those are both two really good programs. For the routine and the accountability. I also create my own accountability by hosting boot camps or fitness classes myself. Again, as I noted at the beginning, sometimes the best accountability, if you are like a natural leader, is leading something yourself. And when you are in charge of leading, you are going to be more consistent because you are helping others along. She also shared... um, I struggle taking time to warm up and cool down because I generally don't like to to be doing that. To be stretching or being still or things like yoga are thumbs down. So I have to be extra intentional and 
oh y'all, when I read this from her, if I've ever related to something in my life, it's this. Stretching or warming up or cooling down just feels like a waste of time. I don't know. It just feels like you are just doing nothing. But it's so important. So throw on some fun music. Push through. If you find yourself getting bored in the warm-up or the cool-down, it is not a waste of time, actually. And try to keep yourself motivated in whatever way you need for that part of the workout. She also mentioned that music or podcast was a complete must. And I have to add, are there really people who work out in silence? This is a really sad thought to me. And I know there are because my husband, when he goes running, doesn't bring anything to listen to. And I can't imagine it. All right, moving on to our much more practical and take charge eights. Eights are probably the fitness champs of the group, typically. If health is important to you and you've set a goal to accomplish it, you're probably crushing the game already. It's likely that most of your super fitness-minded and disciplined friends are eights. But if you're not there and you're an eight and you're wishing you were there, go back to the core motivation and decide why you want this and then get after it. Because eights are really, really good at keeping themselves motivated if it's something they really believe in. One eight shared that she feels extremely motivated by her Apple Watch. She said she feels like a failure if she gets through the day without closing her rings. She also said, I love to run, mostly because there's both community and accountability in it. I run with friends on a set schedule, and that makes it so easy to go even when I don't feel like it. I love goals and challenges, but really, I've made it my priority to just be consistent. I never want to go a season without keeping up fitness because I never want to lose what I've worked so hard for. Starting back at the beginning is so hard, so I'd rather just make an effort to keep it up. And that, I want to say, is just such a great word for us all. We all have times when we're doing great, and then, for whatever reason, we give up for a time. But the eight is so consistent with what is important to them, so they're usually really good at this. Starting at the beginning is always so much harder than just continuing what you're already doing. So for all of us, it's so important to start and then to find what it is that keeps you going. Okay, and last but not least are our nines. Nines are our peacemakers and are probably much less opinionated in most areas than some of our other numbers. They probably don't typically need much accountability and definitely not something that's going to create competition. One friend who's a nine shared that she does her best by herself first thing in the morning. She personally enjoys weights and not cardio. I think that peacemakers in general may really enjoy the time alone to recharge and do what they enjoy doing best. So it's probably going to vary from person to person what kind of exercise it is, but whatever it is, stick with it, be intentional. Sticking to a plan and being consistent is important here as it really is with every number, if we're being honest. It was a general consensus with most all of the numbers that if we stay consistent, they kept going. If they got off track, it was really hard for them to get motivated to start back up. That's why I think it's so important to not give up after a bad day or two or three or a week or being sick because before you know it, it's going to turn into months or even years. You're not going to be perfect Even my ones, I want to encourage you, it's okay to not be perfect. Progress is so much more important than perfection. Just because you can't get it in in an hour, like just because you can't get in an hour that day, don't let that stop you from getting in 15 minutes 
or just because you're going to miss a week for vacation doesn't mean you have to throw in the towel to your whole fitness journey altogether. Set a goal. Pick yourself up and keep going. And remember our valuable advice from our eight, that it's always harder to start at the beginning than to maintain what you've already built. So if you do find yourself back at the beginning today, let me encourage you. It's a great day to start. Don't let another day or week or month go by where you're crippled by beginner's remorse. (laughs) Start something new today. Find a routine. Write your goal on paper. Share it with a friend if you need the accountability. Or find a competition you can crush if that's what you need. Whatever it is that your number needs to thrive, find it today. Stop putting it off till tomorrow. And start something new. Small or even tiny steps our positive direction towards a great big new goal. I want to hear from you on this one. What's an action you're going to take this week towards accomplishing your health goals? DM me over on Instagram. Let's encourage each other. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really looking forward to next week as I share another one of my favorite vacation tips. This time it doesn't have anything to do with credit cards. So join me next week as we talk some vacay. See y'all.